0: your pardon. (laughs) I'm John Rawl, and this is the show that covers everything Southern, and I steal that little line there from the 1971 Monster Smash from Lynn Anderson, Rose Garden. And in the next segment of today's y'all show, we're going to go to Music City and catch up with Lynn Anderson's daughter, Lisa Sutton. We lost Lynn Anderson back in 2015, but her daughter, Lisa, is keeping the country singer's career going as far as... How she was such a an influencer to so many. The first woman in country music to sell a million records. Lynn Anderson, a tribute to her, courtesy of her daughter, Lisa Sutton. That is coming up in the next segment. We've got a lot of country music talk coming up in hour two of this y'all show. Precious Harris is standing by in Nashville as well. And we'll find out what's going on on Music Row, courtesy of the Nashville Music Line All that in hour two of the program that covers country music and so much more. Yeah, we got a lot of music here on today's Wednesday edition. On the Thursday edition, make sure you tune in. We're going to switch over from talking about country music and Music City. We're going to go to Florida. And Crystal River, Florida is where we'll be Thursday. We're going to have our very first Spring Swing virtual tour. And our first stop on the Spring Swing tour is Crystal River, Florida, as discover crystal rivers john pritcher he directs that effort there just about an hour north of tampa he's going to be coming on talking about his lovely town of crystal river and everything going on in citrus county florida we'll also get a report from the general manager at plantation on crystal river you talk about a fancy place there Right on the Crystal River, Michael Mankey is going to be coming on to discuss that property. And of course, if you know anything about Crystal River, Florida and Citrus County, it's the home of the manatees. It's the only place you can go swim with manatees in the entire world and to help us understand exactly just how close you can get to them Dave Perry of Hunter Springs Kayaks will be our special guest on the Thursday y'all show all that as we go we go again on a spring swing tour of Crystal River Florida invite you to come along and then we'll be going on to other locations throughout the south over the next few weeks but we're kicking it off Thursday with our spring swing tour of this The Y'all Show. Got a big show again coming up here today. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. In addition to country music talk, we also have later this hour some quick ACC news to pass along. And we'll start off hour two today with hashtag Hullabaloo. Our telephone number, 803-816-1170. Our website, y'all.com. And looking at the headlines across the nation right now, You've probably heard over the last couple of weeks, President Donald Trump promoting this particular pill that he says could help in the coronavirus treatment, the hydroxychloroquine. And evidently, according to a Veterans Administration report, a nationwide study said that they did not have a rigorous experiment with this drug but it looks like out of some of the patients they tested at the VA, there's no benefit from the malaria drug, and actually it caused more deaths. That again, coming from the study from the Veterans Administration. Now, COVID-19 has killed more than 171,000 people around the world as of this week, and those numbers are going to continue to go up. In fact, we also saw one of President Trump's people there helping out in this effort mentioned that the winter spell of COVID-19 could even be more dangerous and more deadly than what we've experienced thus far so not good news and here the VA after a study of the virus they claim that there's no good benefit and it causes some deaths from the malaria drug hydroxychloroquine that's been used here in the medical world Now, to explain just how lethal and how deadly this coronavirus is, we go to Alabama, where one family there has been infected with the virus. They've tested positive. Nine family members, and of those nine family members, unfortunately, three of them in Gadsden, Alabama, have died as a result of this. The deaths occurred in the members of the Woods, Posey, and Porter families. They're all related. And again, one family Nine members infected and three deaths already in this family in Gadsden, Alabama. And yes, if you look at the photo, they're a black family. We know from reports and some of the information coming in from the researchers that yes, the black community seems to be getting hit a little bit harder. Than all the other races out here, so be extra cautious. I've seen a lot of people. I've actually seen more blacks and whites wearing masks, and there's a good reason for that. as I just said, it seems to be affecting the black community a little bit more in here in Gadsden, Alabama, to the northeast of Birmingham, nine family members testing positive, and three family members have already died from the coronavirus more coronavirus news coming from the state of alabama in albertville a wayne's farm a wayne farms poultry company has confirmed that 75 employees there at albertville that's in northeast alabama 75 employees have tested positive for the virus one person has died now this kind of goes along with what we saw in south dakota this week where a pork Producing plant there had several hundred people come down positive and a couple of deaths there so i'm not sure if it's got something to do with meat or just the fact you've got a lot of people working in one facility that you're having so many people test positive at this plant in albertville they have 800 employees there at wayne farms and again this chicken processing plant 75 coronavirus cases and already a death there we hope for the best in in that situation The virus has caused a lot of problems. It's hurt the economy. We know that we reported here this week that a few things in Georgia are going to open up coming up on Friday. And that's good news for Peach State residents as Mississippi and Tennessee and Alabama and South Carolina, other states looking into what to do with the opening, reopening of their states. And one problem with the coronavirus, if you're a person that loves to sit home and watch television, especially on the weekend, Chip and Joanna Gaines out of Waco, Texas. You probably have seen them on the Discovery Network and more, the DIY Network. Well, guess what? They're supposed to rebrand the DIY Network to Magnolia, and because of the planned October launch, it's now going to get pushed back, and it won't be in October when Magnolia makes its debut, as COVID-19 has caused Chip and Joanna and, of course, the executives there to rethink how they're going to have the debut of magnolia and fixer-upper that's the renovation series that chip and joanna have coming from waco texas so diy is going to be around it looks like a little bit longer before it gets turned into magnolia a little weird name in fact for me when i think of magnolia i don't think of waco texas i think of well mississippi for one i think magnolia is also the official state tree of louisiana but yes chip and jo- joanna their magnolia network going to be out little little might might be arriving just in time for christmas for all you chip and joanna fans out there speaking of television hbo is getting into the digital lineup they're going to launch on may 27th something called hbo max and they've announced their initial lineup now this is an ex- a streaming service coming from hbo similar to apple tv and let's see here uh disney's got that disney plus and if you happen to watch south park there's something called canada plus you may have seen that from time to time on south park but warner media had earlier said hbo max would debut sometime in may now that announcement says that it's going to be may 27th and that end that is signaling the so-called streaming wars and they won't subside just because of the coronavirus pandemic hbo max will be among the most expensive tr- streaming services out there, $14.99 a month if you want to subscribe to this, and if you do, you'll be able to get into the HBO treasure trove, perhaps be able to view Game of Thrones and other th- fun things like Wonder Woman and Dark Knight, and original programming will also be part of HBO Max, although the evidently the Friends reunion special has been delayed. That was supposed to be on there, so... Unfortunately, you won't be able to see Jennifer Aniston in all her 2020 glory on Friends. You'll have to wait just a little bit. But what you will find there, some fun coming from Anna Kendrick, as she's got a scripted comedy called Love Life that will be on HBO Max and some cartoons and more. So check it out. Come at the end of May when this is launching and now at&t's aiming for hbo max to reach 80 million subscribers worldwide 50 million right here in the country by the year 2025 hey the way things are going people might be glad to plop down we said that amount 14.99 a month especially if they're trapped inside and that expectation they're looking for just might get exceeded faster than they might might be thinking if that comes to reality now finally here in our headlines of the south we all need a feel-good store we all need something that will help our bellies out too and even though this is a yankee company out of columbus ohio kudos to wendy's they're giving away this friday chicken nuggets free you got to go through the drive through but yeah wendy's put out a tweet this week saying not gonna lie all this love y'all are showing has inspired us we wish we could give you a hug but instead how about a nug This Friday, we'll be giving out free four-piece spicy and crispy nuggets at every Wendy's drive-thru. No purchase necessary. Not a single string attached. How would you like to be at a Wendy's drive-thru this Friday? I think that's one day I just might be skipping Wendy's as they're giving away all these chicken nuggets. Now, by the way, Taco Bell's been giving away free tacos on Tuesdays with no purchase necessary. That's a fantastic gesture from Taco Bell. And a lot of our fast food joints are, are trying to stay here and, and do the best they can. And we want to support them. And we also certainly want to support our local restaurants and all the options that you've got keeping you fed here amidst the coronavirus. And that is a quick look at headlines. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we'll go to Lisa Sutton. She is the daughter of the late country music legend Lynn Anderson. And Lisa's going to come on and talk about the Rose Garden singer, and a whole lot more fun coming from Lisa. All that in our next segment. Don't miss out on the Rose Garden Fun.
1: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.
2: A social distancing tip.
1: While the CDC urges you to
3: avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave. Wink. Use sign language. Salute. Smile. Give the peace sign. Throw up an air high five. Do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov.
4: Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not.
5: You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linacletide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Learn more at linzs.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzs.com. Sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood.
0: And this is the y'all show talk with a southern accent john Rawl here with you as we start another segment and here on the show that's all about the south we promise you a good time we promise you from time to time we're gonna bring on music acts we promise to do our best but one thing we ain't ever promised is we hadn't promised y'all a rose garden and Yeah, that the great Lynn Anderson song. We haven't promised a rose garden, but we are promising to bring on to the Y'all Show a special guest, and that's Lynn Anderson's daughter, as Lisa Sutton is going to be joining us right this very moment from Nashville to honor her late mother. And tell about some great releases that are coming from Lynn Anderson digitally, if you haven't had a chance to do, and a bunch of other road stuff. we got Mother's Day just a few days away, and what a perfect time to bring on to the Y'all Show. Again, Lynn Anderson's daughter, Lisa, coming on right now to the Y'all Show. Hello, welcome into the show, Lisa.
6: Y'all, that's one of my favorite words. So is I feel it? like I'm on the right show today. But let's fix that real quick. I couldn't hear you at all.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to welcome you to the show.
6: Well, oh, thank you. Thank you very much. This is a uh, a treat.
0: It is a treat. It's a treat to have you on board and to honor your mother. Who, well, let's just say she was a carpetbagger. She was born in North Dakota, raised in california then came to the nashville area and made a huge present so a, a good right. uh, maybe the only country singer i've ever heard of from the great state of north dakota that has made it in country music are you aware of others
6: uh, and you blipped looked over you're asking about her cowgirl background no being right. from north from
0: north dakota
6: Oh yeah, well now Lawrence Welk was from North Dakota, but of course he didn't come to Nashville and make it as a country star. Uh, but yeah, North Dakota mom is probably one of the few.
0: Okay, yeah. I think she is. I mean, from what I can gather, I don't even know. I don't think South Dakota is doing too much from a country music standpoint.
6: There's a, an actual. They've been putting together a Hall of Fame that is the Dakotas.
0: Oh. Really? Um,
6: so they've approached me about that to do an honor on a walk of fame there that would honor mr welk and mom and there were there was another name or two one i should know that because there is there are a few other people from the dakotas i'll know that
0: well we're glad that your mom did end up coming to country music and coming to nashville now lynn anderson we lost her about what four years ago now
6: It's been four years. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. 2015. Okay. So, yeah. So
6: it'll be five this summer. Yeah. Yeah. July 30th.
0: And you're doing a good job keeping her memory alive. We're talking with Lisa Sutton, the daughter of Lynn Anderson on today's Y'all Show. And your mom. Yeah. And I'm sure your mom happy about that. In fact, if you're able to watch us right now on Facebook, we encourage you. If you have a question about Lynn Anderson or want to ask Lisa a question, feel free to drop us a comment here and ask right now on the Y'all Show. We appreciate y'all joining us. In fact, Lisa, there in the background, you've got some some of your mom's memorabilia and some outfits and more. We've we've got some really cool stuff that we'll talk about. In fact, go ahead if you want to brag on what you see there behind you. Let us know what 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 what, what are we looking at. <laughs>
6: this uh everybody's staying at home and doing the quarantine thing it's actually kind of uh a dream come true in the light of a terrible problem in the world but for me i'm kind of sitting here getting ready to go through a lot of mom's things it's um you know she she traveled the world and she had a lot of gorgeous outfits and she had style and the a wherewithal to to wear these gorgeous things the places to go on them Um, So we worked real hard with the Country Music Hall of Fame on kind of the pieces that will belong there someday. And then the rest of it (laughs) is in my guest bedroom. (laughs) Uh, So today I just brought out some pieces. I thought, well, if we're getting ready to do radio live. With a visual, uh, I would try to make it visual for you. What about those
0: green shoes uh, over there? I'm I'm sure that
6: I'll be partying with this summer. I'm going to start trying to do some sales of some things. And some of it, my sister and I are going through and trying on and seeing what we can get our butts into. And, you know, we're just going to use this year to kind of clean out the closets to celebrate mom. We're trying to get the music out there.
0: Uh, Tell me about hate those. That all this has
6: happened. I'm just gonna make a public service announcement right now. Okay. I am so sorry for just everybody who is going through stuff. I, I'm sure people are getting furloughed, and we're all stuck inside. And you know, we've got it's just a, such a weird time. So uh, I know I tend to act happy and flippant, and usually I am, but I am what a. God bless everybody, and I just hope everybody's okay
0: out there. Lisa, while we're looking in the background there, tell me about those green shoes. Do they have a certain story or memory?
6: <laughs> uh, so, I had <laughs> These will be going uh, for sale <laughs> this summer. And what's cute about them is that I parted with a couple of pairs of shoes um, to one of mom's fans. Mm-hmm. And my mom, when she found something, she liked her that was comfortable she would get it in several colors, right? She had to dress up every day and leave the house, unlike me. Yeah. Um, so, she – I'm going to offer these up for sale this summer. So, they're just a cute little pair of cork bottom pumps. I don't know if somebody will wear them or if somebody will just kind of want to put them up with stuff. I actually have a picture of her holding them. Um, so, things that we part with, so I'm going to have a little provenance to it, Um Thank you for asking. I love them.
0: (laughs) And and your mom had that Western look. Of course, she was from the West. Who helped with her making of her costumes? Who helped?
6: Oh, well, as she grew up, my grandmother was definitely a seamstress. Grammy um, Grammy liked to sew and make her stage costumes. And so she kind of got to start with that. Her grandmother, Grace, rode with the Ladies Mounted Posse. And so there was a lot of parading and horse costuming happening mm-hmm. at that time. And then I think because mom was in California and kind of coming up through the ranks there, she ran across nudie, you know, and Turk and some of those famous designers. I don't have those pieces out here right now because they're packed a little better than everything else. Um, but I've got Turks and nudies from those days. And so, you know, mom was kind of coming at the Nashville country music scene from the the cowgirl arena scene and it worked you know it it really did it 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 worked
0: it did work and of course lynn anderson
6: hey and that this is a a nudie suit right here is this one my favorite i just love that mom was always signing autographs and you know that's one of the biggest compliments i get from the fans about mom is that she would stay until the last person was there you know she 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 got her juice from that. She loved the fans, and I think there's a part of that with artists that uh, they have to like that. You know, I tend to shy. I don't. You know, I'm getting better about talking, but um, but here she's in her fabulous nudie, and it's in the middle of the arena, and then she's walking up to the edge and shaking hands, signing autographs, and guys. That I have another picture I was looking at earlier today. So this. There's a black nudie, and we have a gold, a silver, and a red. I told you, if she likes something and it works, she bought it in several colors. Uh, can you see that? With I can. This one here, a fan sent me. Um, he took this picture when he was a kid seeing mom in Illinois at a rodeo, and I have this outfit. Yeah, there so you are. I'm even. Uh, I'm, just, I'm proud of her wardrobe, and I'm sure that sounds weird to some people, and I, I'm not bragging about it. It's just their are pieces of, of history. It's like the songs that my father wrote that my mother sang and the outfits that designers made that my mother wore. We've got some really neat stuff from the late 60s and 70s that, that point a generation or an era, era to me. You know, I mean... Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, and we're looking right now on our television feed of your mom singing from one of the TV shows from the time that she was such a hit maker, and she really—that's oh, had-
6: right. And Michael Dempsey's going to ID this for yeah. us. Um, but I remember that that outfit actually Carolyn Tate and I just found it on eBay and got it back. Isn't that wild? So I guess now I'm the I'm I'm collecting too. I'm finding iconic pieces.
4: Yeah.
6: Uh, I can't wait to see that video. I wish I could see that from this side. <laughs> I will. I'll be watching it later.
0: Your mom was on a bunch of TV shows. Tell about her her role on kind of being a national star. She wasn't just a country singer. She was really a trendsetter.
6: Well, and what happened there was that when she got picked up for Lauren Swelps, she was the little country girl, you know, on the Lauren Swelps show. Um So that was a nationally syndicated show. One of the few at the time, television's becoming a big deal. Uh, And so she got that country girl slot, just that one little slot, you know, on the Lawrence Walk show. But it was kind of the first country female to get on a big syndicated show that was normally champagne and bubbles and, and orchestras and stuff. And I think then by the time she transitioned to Nashville, and my father was really into kind of adding strings and that country politan sound to the recordings, uh, that early TV experience really helped mom come to nashville and bring a new sound you know she liked doing covers i'm noticing i've been going back listening to the stuff sony now is putting on spotify go search mom now there's a lot of new stuff up there and sony has taken the time to remaster it sounds amazing thank you rob santos oh my god um now we're hoping for more this is her 50th year so we're just kind of trying to get mom in the system for the digital world uh but I do think that the Lawrence and that early TV, is kind of what what made her happen when she got to Nashville. Yeah. It, it set her apart. It set her apart. And so did those rodeo clothes. So did the rhinestones. Because I feel like Tammy and, and Dolly and Loretta, they were they were making their own outfits, you know, much like my grandmother was. My mom had a little bit of a leg up kind of coming with already that that style and that gown so and she had the tv so even though dolly and tammy and all of them were really climbing when mom came in and then rose Gordon happened she had a little bit extra oomph in there that that happened for a while
0: we're looking now at some video of your mom on the dean martin show 1972 and oh, even had a chance to
6: so good is this the one where they're sitting side by well, side this is the-
0: her singing and then they sit side by side and i'm sure that uh, was a, a great memory of one or, one of her career i highlights. wish i
6: had that dress oh my gosh
0: oh well, maybe <laughs> that will so show up on ebay she- too <laughs> yeah but i
6: probably shouldn't talk over the video right so no that's let- that's okay can i talk
0: Your your mom, obviously, going to Hollywood and and seeing these great stars and more. Rose Garden, such a monster hit back in 1972 and and 1971 when it was the number one. And I I saw somewhere, she was, help me out here, we're talking with Lisa Sutton, daughter of Lynn Anderson on today's Y'all Show. Rose Garden and your mom, Lynn Anderson, she was the first country music woman to... Have a platinum record or something like that? Is that does that sound right? Yes. Okay.
6: Yes. And then she's first female to sell out Madison Square Gardens. Yes. She was one of the first to have that big pop transfer over from country. You know? Uh, mom opened a lot of she busted a lot of ceilings for, for the ladies for sure.
0: <laughs> she did do And do you
6: know that Rose Garden was her nineteenth studio record? She had had 18 full-length re- releases up until then. A lot of people want to say Rose Garden's her first big song, but no, she'd been working for a decade to, to finally get the one that would pop. Yeah, she you had a top I, five I with If she I hadn't kiss had you. that groundwork under her and had Rose Garden, would it have had the same reach?
0: Yeah. Well, back in 67, she had a top five with If I Kiss You, and that, again, on Chart Records helped get her career going, and she had, like you said, a bunch of records. In fact, she had a total of, what, 20, 22 albums total in her career? Um,
6: She had 52 oh, full-length like, albums
0: released. <laughs> 20, oh, I was just a little off.
6: But the number you're thinking is 22 are with Chart and Sony. Oh, okay. So, but the
4: other ones, she still
6: went on to release records and stuff so we're working right now with sony but yeah over 50 records it's her 50th anniversary of rose garden so Mm -hmm. we're claiming 1970 to 2020s as our rose garden year we're going to pay homage but there are also 50 other records i'm i'm trying to get out there half that stuff like i said was written by my my grandmother or my dad uh I want to make sure it's in the digital world right now it's just sitting in vinyl on my shelf yep. you know nobody's gonna hear it there <laughs> i mean it sounds really good in vinyl on my yep. shelf but sony's making it sound better and getting it further
0: one of those records <laughs> she had not just rose garden was great but she had songs like how can i love you uh, an awesome song there up, South. just after that and so many records from lynn anderson we're talking with lisa sutton her daughter in nashville right now having a great time and speaking of lynn anderson music one reason we have lisa on today is there's about to be a lot of digital options albums that haven't been available if you're a lynn anderson fan for forever and now we've got some digital yeah, options. we even have a new vinyl option lisa so tell us about what's going on <laughs>
6: Let me, uh, hold up. Hold up. I brought visual accoutrement for our morning, for our morning. and um, because I talked to the record pressing plant yesterday, I have been very excited about re-releasing the actual Rose Garden record on a new vinyl. A new vinyl that happens to be...
0: Ooh, man, that's pretty.
6: Isn't that nice? And this color they really haven't used before. And pink's kind of a color... Yeah, mom liked pink and we're, her roses are pink and so we're really trying to emulate a 50th anniversary clav davis wrote a liner note for the inside and so did miss Reba mcintyre um it's going to be the same front cover but there's a lot of fun new perks on the inside i'm a little fancy mailer i'm ready to ship them out to you they'll be on our website lynnandersonrosegarden.com Uh, The J. Buck Ford, uh, Tennessee Ernie Ford's son. I bet he's watching. Hey, J. Buck, how's my background look? (laughs) Uh, But anyway, Buck did the website. um, And so he's really been helping me tell the story of mom. Uh, So go check the website out. We're putting a lot of neat stuff on there right now.
1: All right. We're going to
6: try to really expand on the discography pages and add stories over time. I've got... Neat pieces of paper and letters from other famous people of the day congratulating mom and dad on getting married or I don't know. That website now, Buck has made me a little nest so that I can just take my time and over the years spread the joy of mom. Um, And if Sony keeps helping me spread the digital, I, I mean, I really I couldn't be happier this year in light of everything else that's going on
0: talking with lisa sutton here on today's y'all show and lisa i want to ask you you just mentioned tennessee ernie Ernie, Ernie, tennessee ernie ford's son there is there is there a fraternity or sorority of the children of famous country music singers in nashville Yes, (laughs)
4: Yes, <laughs> yes,
6: there is by John. Um, uh, uh, they're the sons and daughters, the legends of country music royalty, right? So it's me and Melissa Lumen Phillips and Robin and Alana Young. Melissa Lumen is Bob Lumen's daughter, and Robin and Alana are Farron's kids, huh? and uh, Georgette's in there. Um, Dean Miller, Rogers Kid, uh, there's a couple hundred of us, you know, We and we've got little groups. So we can Dude. go there and burn it up about
1: stuff. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> they were getting ready to do their show. They always do a cool show. My sister was going to sing Rose Garden on it this year for the 50th anniversary, and they've had to cancel.
0: Because Man, that's them. awful. So,
6: we might have to make Bunny come over here and sing it live on our... Everybody else is doing in-home stuff, right? We'll get Skipper and Bun-Bun together and sing Rose Garden for Mom. Yep. <laughs> but yes, there are a lot of us kids floating around trying to tell the story of our parents. Well, that's you know? awesome. And some, some are working in their own right. Some are you know, completely married and children, but we all have this unique bond. You know, we're all... I don't know, there's a symmetry to our to our kidhood. But
0: well, I'm glad I'm I asked not the question. I like having
6: a big therapy group?
0: <laughs> unfortunately, your mom passed away, so we can't talk to her, so we're talking to you. And I have never really talked to too many children of famous artists because oftentimes they're not really willing to come out and talk because they have their own lives. But we're glad that you took time to do that. One way you're also honoring your mother is through a new rose that's coming out as well as Hi. the Lynn Anderson Rose Garden <laughs> where she is in eternal rest. Tell us about both of those projects.
6: Okay. So, uh, I think the mom's flower, her rose, is for me, yeah, it's hard to live up to all this musical and, and things like that. I, that's, that's not that's great, but it's not physical. And me, I'm, I'm, I'm a garden girl. I'm a yard girl. I'm a horse girl. I want to get out there and plant stuff and get dirty. I was always a tomboy growing up. Um, so when she passed, Jeff Duffer over at Woodlawn Funeral Home in Nashville, which is on Thompson Lane, and there are all these amazing people that are there. Mr. Jones is there. Tater's there. Jim Ed Brown's there. Tammy's right around the corner from mom there's um, just an amazing array of famous country music people there and so Jeff really when mom passed he said hey we should do something about her rose and I was so surprised and honored that he remembered that mom even had a rose and it really it planted a seed you know uh, not that roses are grown from seeds but planted a seed Um, And then Jeff and them have built me a beautiful rose garden. Not me, mom. I mean, like the Lynn Anderson Rose Garden will always be the largest collection of her specific hybrid teas. So it took me three years to grow these monkeys. I mean, it takes three years to start a rose from budwood, genetically splice it into a... An actual American sturdy root growing stock. And then they've got to cook them in the field out there. And then they ship them to us and we keep them in the cooler until we can get them in the ground. It's been a massive undertaking and one that's taken a lot of moving parts. Um, and then Woodlawn gave it a home. Uh, that was pretty neat. We get most of the time out. It's been the, one of the best things I will have ever done for my mother for me. If that makes sense. Like I love getting all the music out there for my dad and my grandmother. And, um, I'm enjoying going and hearing songs that I didn't hear as a kiddie. Even that my mom sang, uh, at that Rose garden, that's going to be there until I die. I mean, that's it. You know, and, and so I'm not in, so I feel pretty good about it. But anybody who wants a Lynn Anderson Rose in their garden, um, can come and we've got a few left i was gonna ask you you what one looks
0: like hold that in front of your face if you don't mind
6: this is i'm emulating mom's rose but it's a cream rose with pink tips okay they're a big hybrid tea rose bush they'll get eight nine feet tall okay um right now we have 50 or so left for mother's day so we're gonna have people come pick them up either for me or woodlawn we're gonna. We've got a few left Um, next year. I've got another batch coming, and that'll probably be the last year. I feel like we are a lot of work. Uh, It's a labor of love, and um, we've got a Facebook group, the Lynn Anderson Rose, and so what's fun is that People who have a piece of maw, you know, it's like a little rose. They're all over America now. I can kind of say, hey, how's, how's mom's rose doing in California? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or if I'm feeling bummed out like I was the other day, I went over and sat in the garden of Woodlawn. And yeah, her rose is going to be mine.
0: Is that right? So, well, that is fantastic news. Again, Mother's Day will be here before you know it, so the Lynn Anderson Rose could be a great beautiful- that they're gonna
6: come out of the greenhouse and they're gonna be in bloom that week of Mother's Day. Is that right? Yeah. Right? How-
0: <laughs> and we also certainly want to remind people about these digital editions of your mom's old work yes. that's available. What's the best way for people to order those?
6: okay so they're available everywhere so whatever you use if you use Amazon if you use iTunes if you use Spotify Rhapsody any of these services however you listen to your music uh, Lynn Anderson you'll find bootlegs on there skip through those because uh, singing my song just went up and that's got a plethora of songs on there the cry record went up Um, listen to a country song and stay there till I get there uh, all four of those are produced by my dad. I didn't even pick that, man. Like hmm. uh, when they showed me the first ones they were gonna do, and they were all my dad's records. I was like, "Oh, well, my dad just rose to the top." Um, so that was kind of cool. So these first four, go search them out. I've been Spotifying them today again. Like it just goes through and just plays all of mom. And she did a lot of covers back then too. I think from being on those TV shows, mom, mom knew that, and she could pick a song that she knew how to sing. I think. Mom was really good. I wish that she would get her butt back here so I could ask her about <laughs> her techniques. Cause <laughs> you know, like she, she knew what she what 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 was sang good for her. And I think my grandfather used to always say, "Well, you know, we beat it into her head that uh, you have to tell the story. You know, because they were songwriters, so you tell the story." Uh, well, by gum! I mean, Lynn Anderson sings that song, and she ah uh, just gets back every time
1: she tells us she can sing it she
0: delivers (laughs) some lisa lisa thank you for coming on today's y'all show and talking about your mom and all the stuff going on currently with lynn anderson we may have lost her four to five years ago but her memory will live on one of the great things about recording artists their work stays with us forever and we thank you for coming on today's y'all show and talking about
6: uh, thank (laughs) y'all one of my favorites One of my favorite words, I use it all the time, so thank y'all, goodbye y'all, thanks for having me. All
0: right, Lisa Sutton again, the daughter of Lynn Anderson on today's Y'all Program. Well, thank y'all for being a part of the program, that will wrap up our conversation here in this segment, and we'll be back with more of the show that's all about the South, some good Lynn Anderson music to take us to break. I beg your pardon,
4: I never promised you a rose garden. There's gotta be a little rain sometime When you take you gotta give some live and let live or let go
1: Oh I beg your
0: pardon
1: I never promised you a rose garden
4: Do you have constipation with belly pain straining and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide is a prescription medication that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to Linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot or call 1-800-LINZESS.
0: and this is the y'all show jonathan Lifite normally shows up right here in this spot it's our acc spotlight we only have a handful of minutes left in the hour so we get to give jonathan a couple of days off and i'll do my best acc report here sans jonathan Lifite. we've got some news on the clemson tiger football program but up first speaking of football this isn't an acc related story but my goodness, the Tampa Bay Bucks right here in ACC country, also SEC country. And technically, you could say they're in AAC country since they are in Tampa, Florida. What a job they're doing in the offseason, in addition to getting Tom Brady to come to Tampa Bay. A trade announced on Tuesday, and Brady's old tight end, Rob Gronkowski, Gronk's coming back to the NFL as he's been traded, even though he sort of retired. He's now being traded to Tampa for a fourth-round pick, and so those two reunited, and it might feel so right. So making Tampa Bay Buccaneers football fun again here in 2020. Now back into our ACC coverage. Louisville, the Cardinals, Athletic Director Vince Tyra said his department's going to have to cut 15% from its sports budgets, and they're going to have to furlough staff this week to further the economic moves resulting from coronavirus. As the AD said, furloughs would be announced today, but did not specify details as he spoke to the University of Louisville Athletic Association board during a teleconference on Monday. Earlier this month, the AD announced 10% pay cuts for head coaches and senior staff, and that included himself, including foregoing a $300,000 bonus package there. So if Louisville's suffering here in the ACC, you can only guess how bad this pandemic is affecting the smaller colleges of the world we've been telling y'all that and sure enough here at louisville athletic director tyra he is having to make drastic changes here cutting 15 percent from sports budgets and you'd have to think louisville just might have to cut out some athletic programs just what would be upstream from louisville and the queen city of cincinnati they just announced they're no longer going to have a soccer team there for the cincinnati bearcats of the aac and i don't know if they play in the AAC. they may play in the, 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 the i'm not sure what conference there is for soccer it might be cusa perhaps but louisville making some changes there now keeping it in louisville for more basketball news coming from the UFL. darius perry the number one prospect in espn's transfer rankings is going to be going to the university of central florida from The Louisville Cardinals. He averaged 5.2 points and 2.5 assists for the U of L in 2019-2020, and he'll have a season to play with the Golden Knights in Orlando. He's on track to graduate from the University of Louisville next month. He's six foot two, 195 pounds, a point guard, Darius Perry. Again, leaving ACC country and the Louisville Cardinals, and it looks like he's heading to the bright lights of Orlando and the UCF Knights. And here's another unfortunate story ACC-wise as we wrap up our ACC coverage on today's y'all show. A Clemson defection. It looks like defensive end Corey Foreman, who is the number three overall prospect in the ESPN Junior 300, has now decommitted from Clemson. That's right. I said decommitted. He had originally committed to Dabo Sweeney and the Tigers back in January and was one of two five-star commitments for the national runner-ups Of last year, along with linebacker Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Foreman's commitment had given Clemson three five-star defensive linemen in the past two classes. Now he is from California, a six-foot-four, 265-pound defensive end, and he's evidently looking around at other schools. And there's a chance a school called University of Southern California just might be in the mix, as well as Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia. But Corey Foreman, the Californian now, saying he might just take his talent elsewhere. He's only a junior, so there's a whole, believe it or not, another almost year of recruiting going into this defensive end at a centennial high in Corona, California, before he makes up his mind. But I'm sure Dabo Sweeney is not going to offer him another lifeline after he had already committed to the orange and purple aka committing to the paul <laughs> and that will wrap up our acc spotlight here on this wednesday edition when we come back we're gonna have fun hashtag hullabaloo is headed your way boy we've got some amazing stuff to throw at you and we'll do that and don't forget We're also going to be throwing Precious Harris at you with the latest from Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. It's her Nashville Music Line Report, and it's coming up right after this break.
4: It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic
5: condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linacletide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. side Side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call one 800 linzess You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com. Sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood.
4: My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign, and she wasn't even really sure where she was at.
3: When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: back for another hour of the show that covers everything southern and boy we got the south right in our sights and we're not letting go here on this hour of the y'all show make sure you you stick around we're about to jump right into hashtag huddleballoo social media madness right here in the midst of a pandemic yeah but some of it's very educational and we'll tell you exactly what we mean by that in a handful of moments also let me also promote that we've got precious harris coming up in the next segment with her report from right on the shadows of music row it's the nashville music line report from miss harris and i can't wait to hear what she's got to say all that's coming up right here today and don't let me walk out of here today and not remind you that on thursday it's the debut of our spring swing tour where we go virtually To places all over the south and welcome in all kind of fun guests and on thursday put on your bathing suit we're going of course put on your bathing suit virtually we're going to crystal river florida and there we'll find the director of crystal river florida discover crystal river florida's john pritcher and he's going to help us learn about his community and we'll learn about swimming with the manatees and all the golf that you can find there the delicious food Oh, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have a very special guest from Plantation on Crystal River, Michael Mankees, the GM of that property. He's going to come on and talk about all kinds of fun there at Plantation on Crystal River. And we'll also be getting our kayak on as the general manager, owner, chief kayaker at Hunter Springs Kayaks. Dave Perry is dropping by also as part of our crystal river florida showcase it's our spring swing tour right to crystal river florida we will even tell you about an elvis presley connection right there in citrus county florida all that on our thursday show yeah we're gonna go swinging and we're gonna do that thursday can't wait for that let's start out this hour of the y'all show with hashtag hullabaloo again if you're just joining the program if you've been under a rock for some time this is where social media outlets share with us their southernness. This is where sometimes we find things on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and more, and we take time out to relay the fun to you. And speaking of fun and speaking of something, boy, up until January, it was a delight to drink and enjoy. And unfortunately, I'm trying to do a little bit better personally and I don't think they've got a zero version of their drink, but I can't wait for them to announce that if they haven't already. We're talking about Cheer Wine. Yeah, the venerable Cheer Wine out of the state of North Carolina, as they call themselves, the South's unique cherry drink. Since 1917, and this is a soft drink, by the way, cheerwine. If you don't want, know what cheerwine is, if you're happy, if you happen to live in an area where there's a cookout restaurant, that fast food joint, the burgers and the chicken and all the different shakes, they got over 40 different flavors of shakes at cookout restaurants. Cookout also a North Carolina-based company, and they are right there in a the cookout. They've got cheerwine on tap, and it's delish. The Twitter account for Drink for Cheerwine is at Drink Cheerwine. Love it, love it, love it. If you don't live in Cheerwine country, I feel sorry for you. It is delish. (laughs) Really good. Although, i got to give a shout out to Georgia's Coca-Cola. They've come a long way. They've got this new cherry vanilla concoction that's really good. They even have that in a zero flavor. I know Pepsi out of North Carolina as well. They've got some cherry type. Soft drinks that you can try, but if you get a chance, get you some wine, and it's available in grocery stores wherever they distribute it, so check it out. Tell them the Y'all Show sent you. Drink Cheerwine is on Twitter, again, at Drink Cheerwine, and they put a tweet out here this week that caught my eye, and this tweet says, the ultimate quarantine cake, and what they're talking about is what is called a Cheerwine poke cake and a recipe is posted right now at our friends at southern living and i'm going to give you a little bit of the the ingredients that go into what's called a cheer wine poke cake but first off if you're a cooking novice like i am i have never heard of something called a poke cake what is a poke cake john rawl well a poke cake is a cake that you poke holes in after you bake it the holes are then filled with a liquid or filling, like condensed milk, pureed fruit, chocolate cream, or pudding to infuse extra flavor in each bite. A poke cake. Therefore, in the spirit of poke cakes, we have, friends, a Cheerwine poke cake. All right, according to Southern Living's their recipe, and you can go to their website and find the Cheerwine poke cake if you'd like The ingredients for said poke cake from Cheerwine, a box of white cake mix plus ingredients needed on the back of a box, you replace water with Cheerwine. So if you find that white cake mix, it likely doesn't have Cheerwine as an ingredient, but you're going to replace water with Cheerwine. This sounds delicious already. I got a birthday coming up in the next 12 months. Uh, Hint, hint. Yeah, uh, sometime in the next 12 months, this would be a, a really good birthday cake. Hint, hint. Also in this ingredient list is a half cup of chopped maraschino cherries. Then cherries with cheer wine. You're going to have a a lot, a lot of cherry infused cake here. Also, one and a half cups of cheer wine, a third box of cherry flavored gelatin. Oh yeah, cherry, cherry, cherry. You got to have two cups of heavy cream, a half cup of confectioner's sugar, two tablespoons liquid from the cherry jar, and then those cherries for garnish as well. And it's going to require you to heat your oven up to about 350 degrees and whip up this cake. And I'm not going to tell you more. You're going to have to go to Southern Living and find the recipe For more but it should take a couple hours i think after you cover and refrigerate the cake for about four hours it'll be really good and delicious and again keep your leftovers refrigerated as this has the cheer cheer wine and those cherries in it so it's it's something you want to eat cold after you do have to put it back up in the fridge now let me remind you in case you were not aware of this very important information cheer wine was going to have a festival well, the coronavirus has had, had this festival pushed back. So guess what? This year, you can celebrate the Cheerwine Festival virtually on May 16th. And it's now been moved online in light of the virus outbreak. You can go to Cheerwine and share your recipe with loved ones of your favorite Cheerwine recipes. And oh yeah, you can have a good time again on May 16th for the virtual Cheerwine Festival. That's is what we call Southern. And again, also Southern is this Cheerwine Poke Cake. Check it out and remind yourselves that that host of the Y'all Show said that he's got a birthday coming up here sometime in the next 12 months, and this might make a good, good birthday for Johnny Boy. I won't tell you what birthday is coming up, but it's I'm, I'm not going to be turning 18, unfortunately, here this year. Up next is a tweet from at Victor underscore n underscore 037. Victor underscore n underscore 037. Sounds like I'm giving out some kind of call sign, doesn't it? You're ready for takeoff, Victor in 037 Yeah, it's what Victor says on Twitter this week. He's got a video up with the message. The South right now. Hashtag LMAO. Laughing my you-know-what off. Also, COVID-19. Also, hashtag hurricane season and hashtag RIP. Rest in peace. Are you making fun of us, Victor in 37 It sounds like it. Well, I'll tell you what his video is of. If you happen to go to his Twitter account, you can see it for yourself. This looks real. This does not look doctored. Victor's got video of him going down the road, and he takes his camera and points it to the driver's side window. And off in the distance is a tornado, a scary-looking tornado out of his window. And if it were me, (laughs) I wouldn't be going down that road anymore. I'd be running to a ditch, Victor. But in addition to that video of a tornado, which is not all that unusual to be having that kind of eyewitness capture of your cell phone, he's got music playing all at the same time, and it's kind of spooky. The music playing over his car stereo while he's seeing a tornado out of his window walking in a winter winter wonderland <laughs> I, I don't know if this guy's just uh, what what he's got up his sleeve there victor but yes you don't have to remind us we've got tornadoes we got hurricane season about to come up we got the pandemic going on there's some bad stuff my friend going on in the south right now and across the nation and christmas music normally like walking in a winter wonderland would make us a lot happier but we got We've got some yeah sad times right now, although I have heard as a guy who's involved in the radio business, I've actually heard of some stations who often switch over to playing Christmas music around Thanksgiving. There's some stations because of the pandemic have already gone to playing Christmas music right now here in the month of April. Can you believe it? Yeah, you can believe it because the y'all show told you to believe it up next is a tweet coming from a thousand oaks traders and that's at one zero 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 oaks traders on twitter and what they write about is something that honestly without this pandemic i would have been doing a big time showcase of here in the month of april but we've had too many other things going on and i'll have to do my best to talk about this subject because it's actually something i i love very much to talk about and love to research but uh chances are you have an interest in at least portions of this next subject. We're talking about the Civil War here. We're talking about the War of Northern Aggression, the War of Northern Agitation, Mr. Lincoln's War, the Confederate War. uh, I'm sure I'm leaving another couple of good ones out. But Thousand Oaks Traders is on Twitter this week to announce Campaigns of the Civil War is a book that you can go get at Mercari. Mercari. I'm going to tell you about that in a moment. What that is, it was new to me. I'm not a online shopper evidently. And Mercari, I'm having to understand what it is and I'll tell you what it is in a second. It comes to us via Japan in case you're wondering. But back to the Civil War. Yes, Scarlet. Let's talk about the Civil War. So you can go to Mercari and get this Campaigns of the Civil War book. This is April. April, in a lot of southern states, is officially Confederate History Month. This is the month where the Civil War mm, arguably started. April 12, 1861, at Fort Sumter. I say arguably because technically the first shots of the War of Northern Aggression started January 9, 1861, when Buchanan was still the president and shots were fired at the Star of the West off of charleston harbor in south carolina you can go research that more if you'd like but april 12th was fort sumter in charleston and it was april 9th 1865 that general robert e lee surrendered to ulysses s grant at appomattox courthouse and there were a lot of other engagements that happened in the month of april but most people recognize this month that we're in as a confederate history month a civil war history month and why not i mean as a southern focused show i don't run from the civil war and the confederate history it's a part of our culture i'm i've said before quite proud of my own family and what they did in that time period they were just privates doing what they were supposed to do luckily my great great grandfathers came back one of them didn't live very long after the war ended, and it's believed that he most likely died as a result of the war, but it wasn't necessarily because of a bullet. It was likely because of a disease. He died within two years of the wars, and my other great-great-grandfather, my direct ancestor, Rawl, he lived until 1928, but he was a private, and I'm very thankful for his service because he wrote it down. It's in a book that he talks about his service in the 20th South Carolina Regiment. And I'm only telling you this not to brag, but there's a good chance you have Confederate ancestors. You have perhaps Union ancestors, uh, Bluebellies. There's a good chance you got Yankee and Confederate. You got Secesh and Yankee ancestry in your DNA. And you should know that. It's not that hard to find out. So here in the month of April, go on to, what is it, uh, five-folded, ten-fold, something like that. It's it's pretty, I'm not on it, I'm not a subscriber, but there's a really good website out there. Of course, Ancestry.com is very good when you're researching your family tree, but there's another one that's specifically related to military service, and we encourage you to do that. But yes, it is April, it's Civil War Month, Confederate History Month, many governors in our southern states declare it with an official proclamation and if you have your ancestors be proud of what they did they answered the call of duty to go serve their state and many gave their lives remember the war between the states the biggest death toll of any war this country has ever seen and it's very easy to forget about it since we're two centuries past it now But right here in the South, we can't look away. (laughs) That was a pun intended there because it happened right here. It happened right here. And chances are somewhere in your own community, there's at least one Civil War related thing you should check out. And of course, you talk about Civil War. Yes, you can't overlook slavery. And so if you're listening to me and you're not familiar, if you have slave ancestors or who they were. It's a little harder, but there are some good things out there to help you in that in that research. And especially if you know where your family's originally from. And that's why here in the month of April, heck, a lot of us are sitting at home locked up with nothing to do. At least our internet's working and we ought to be able to pick up a telephone call and find a relatives that you might have out there and say, "Do you know who our great-great-grandfather, grandmother was?" and start a, a little tree there. And why not get into genealogy here in this pandemic? So my question for you, I'm, I'm giving y'all a challenge here. I intended here in the month of April to do a lot of Civil War stuff, and I, I failed in that. I have surrendered just like old Bobby Lee did at Appomattox. But I'm not giving up quite yet. I'm, I'm going to rise again, unlike Bobby Lee. <laughs> and what I'm going to do here is I'm going to issue you all a challenge. Help me learn about the civil war even more than i already know and the way i want you to do that is email me you at you or call or text us 803-816-1170 803-816-1170 and if there's something civil war related that you want to learn more about a particular battle maybe it's something that was not that big of a story maybe a skirmish that happened somewhere in the south and while we're in the month of april Hit me up with an idea, suggestion, Civil War related, and I'll do my best to bring on a guest and we'll talk about it right here on the Y'all Show. Now, is that not good customer service? You betcha. So again, let's not forget our Civil War connections here in the South. A very important time in the way this country would go after 1865. Now back to the other thing I was talking about. This book, Campaigns of the Civil War, is currently available on something called Mercari. And if you don't know what Mercari is... It is something similar to eBay. Its reach is not as big, but people find used items, and a lot of times they get really good prices on there. And so, yeah, sometimes eBay buyers pay more for certain niches, less than others. But this one is another choice for you, Mercari. It is a Japanese e-commerce company founded back in 2013, and they're operating in Japan and here in the United States. M-E-R-C-A-R-I.com is the website. And some people say Mercari is easier overall to list and to sell. I'm not going to vouch for that. If if they say it, it might be true. But yeah, Mercari.com, and it is a another way for you to get on here and sell and buy stuff if you don't have enough options already. And one of the things you can get there at Mercari campaigns of the civil war let's go to the palmetto state of south carolina and a lady with a name that i can almost guarantee where she's from and that would be orangeburg county because there's a about 10 million shulers that live in that county of south carolina i bet you katherine shuler is from that county Catherine schuler on twitter is r h e t o r i c a t rhetoric cat there you go i figured it out Catherine. Catherine is a writer and a maker and a makeshift media person she's also a book maven and reviewer a feminist blogger an activist and a ptsd researcher a phd candidate in rhetoric and composition at purdue university go boilers Katherine Schuler but she lives in South Carolina. And here's what she writes here on Twitter this week. A sad truth regarding the socioeconomic and racial inequality in the South. Poverty kills in more ways than one and COVID-19 is exposing just how devastating inequality can be. Hashtag SC tweets as in South Carolina tweets and Katherine Schuler's linking a story on her Twitter account to a Apple news story that came out this week about how the coronavirus is devastating the South. Now, in all fairness, I have not read that Apple News story about the region and it's unfortunate the the relationship we've got right now with COVID nineteen. But as Catherine brings up in her opinion, a sad truth regarding the socioeconomic and racial inequality in the South And I'm sure the article, if you have a chance to read it, probably talks about how, unfortunately, blacks here in this country seem to be suffering more than whites and other racial groups with COVID-19, oftentimes because of other underlying issues. The technical medical term would be comorbidities. Now, do I sound like a doctor now? Dr. John? I, I might. Dr. Y'all. I like that one even better. But Catherine appreciate your feedback and if you're from orangeburg hit us up give us a shout out and say you know how in the world you know i was from orangeburg county south carolina i i I would say you're from there or calhoun i'm willing to go to vegas on that one up next we have a tweet coming from oh don't ask me how to pronounce this p-h-a-e-d-r-i-a-t-i-c-a but federica As Federico in their profile writes, I'm a horrible person who hates that this world is drowning in morons and my put up with blank-o-meter is pegged. Slam away. I'm almost scared to read what this person writes here on Twitter. Well, they're actually responding to at real Trump. Okay, let's find out what's going on in the world of at P-H-A-E-D-R-I-T-I-C-A as they're tweeting actually to president trump the last time a president said that the south seceded never thought the north and west would lead the chain lead the charge hashtag history lesson hashtag states rights and i think this tweet actually was more apropos a couple of days ago if you might remember president trump about a week ago was peeved he was mad mad as a mama wasp as senator john kennedy of louisiana would say and he was mad because out of nowhere the governors of new york new jersey massachusetts connecticut and did i say new jersey all kind of teamed up in a northeastern coalition to start working together on how to reopen their economies and reopen their states when and if they're going to reopen uh, surely there will be an if there will be no if they they will reopen. President Trump wasn't aware that they were going to be able to pull that off, and he got a lot. Let's just say he got a little jealous. But that, I believe, is where this gentleman or gentle lady who considers himself a horrible person probably what they're alluding to here on Twitter this week. If the North did secede, maybe because of the pandemic, uh well, maybe that's okay in 2020. We were just talking about the Civil War previously uh yeah the last time a president said the south seceded never thought the north and west would lead the next charges you might know also there's been a compact of oregon washington state and california also looking to work together during this pandemic and try to solve things and come up with a strategy so you have this group of the northeast and the west is the south going to work together we've seen some of our southern states like louisiana really really have a hard battle with COVID-19. Georgia's had a lot of deaths. And we know statistically, Mississippi and Alabama have been really sucker punched by the coronavirus. Is the Southern state group going to come together? It would actually be easier to pull off because one thing the South generally has, Republican governors. Other than North Carolina and Virginia and now Kentucky, I'm pretty sure every Southern and Louisiana John Bell Edwards not going to leave you out. We were just talking about the Pelican State. Most of the governors in the South are Republican, just like most of the South votes Republican. In presidential elections, at least, there could be that deal. But it does bring up a point. Who would ever think that some of our states, especially in the West and Northeast, banding together a band of brothers native to their soil? I'm singing the lyrics to Bonnie Blue. Yes. Thank you for that tweet, and thank you for all the good tweets here on the Y'all Show. Well, that will conclude our hashtag, color Blue. We will be right back. Our friend on Music Row, Precious Harris, our maven of all things Music Row, is standing by with the Nashville Music Line Report, and we'll find out what's going on in Nashville, Tennessee. That is coming up next.
1: Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <gasps>
4: So he won't see that I want and I'm everything that we should be i bet she's beautiful, that girl he talks about And she's got everything that I have to live with
0: She's back! This is the Y'all Show Country Music Spotlight with our friend Precious Harris so Precious, the author of I Know Country with 366 daily country music questions and answers. You can go right now to iknowcountry.com where you can buy and instantly download your ebook copy there at that website. Precious Harris is also a music career development consultant with an emphasis on new and aspiring artists and songwriters. Precious's website for that, collegeofsongology.com go there for more details also follow precious's blog nashvillemusicline.com and also you can find precious's nashville music line column each week on the pages of y'all.com precious we have you on we've got a little taylor swift music playing in the background as well so two beautiful women right here on today's y'all show one though loves nashville and is proud to call nashville home that other one, though, is a scallywag. Took off for the bright <laughs> lights of Los Angeles. Who would that be? <laughs> and, well, it's not you. <laughs>
2: no, I love Los Angeles, but it's and I, the last time I was there, which was last year, the ASCAP thing, uh, ASCAP, you know, seminar. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy. I walk into the hotel, and I thought I smell marijuana. I had my client with me who was 19, eight, just turned just turned 18, yeah, and I'm going, no, <gasps> somebody's smoking pot, <laughs> and so I go over to the major D, and I go, I have an underage client with me, and is somebody here smoking like things, he goes, uh, where are you from, I said, Tennessee, he goes, oh, okay, he goes, yeah, it's legal out here, <laughs> I'm like, whoa dude but yeah no i would i couldn't stay in, in hollywood too long or la or out there on the east on the west coast i love it love the weather but no i can't be going to work higher than a kite so, so going-
0: if i gather this right you are saying here on today's y'all show breaking news precious harris reports taylor swift moved to los angeles to smoke marijuana is that what you're saying
2: no she would never do that she's like she's like goody goody
0: gumdrops you know well if you want to go see miss goody goody gumdrops you're gonna have to wait a little bit she's becoming like a lot of artists in the mix of canceling all kinds of upcoming shows and other engagements that taylor swift had in fact she's canceled all concerts and live appearances for the entire rest of 2020 amid the pandemic this includes the debut of her love fest stadium-sized traveling music festival that was going to be in support of her 2019 album by that same name love fest taylor swift also has canceled overseas shows that included shows in brazil germany france spain and the united kingdom at least two financially strapped longtime fans received gifts of three thousand dollars from taylor swift after online she noticed social media posts from them mentioning their difficulty so I guess we're picking on you, Taylor Swift. We apologize. That was a nice gesture there, but what a bold move by her! I guess she doesn't need the money, but man, the fans who wanted to see her at some point in twenty twenty, precious, no Taylor Swift.
2: I know, and the and the or the besides her canceling the shows, um, I will tell you that if something were to happen, and I think she's looking at it, she's looking at it from a business standpoint. She probably will lose a whole lot of money. Okay. And I'm not saying she doesn't need it, but to her, if one of her fans were to get sick because they were there and they could trace it back, because remember, they're doing contact, contact tracing now. Mm-hmm. So if they could trace it back to uh, like an outbreak like it is like here in Goodlandsville at the Tyson plant that they call the outbreak at Taylor Swift concert, that would ruin her. So I can see from business standpoint But um, I was talking to another, one of my other kids, I I have lots of kids, you know, he plays keyboards for Joe Nichols, and he called me last night wanting to do some Skype writing and just said I've been writing as good as I've been writing in the last five years. Anyway, I told him I'd get him set up, but he said that Joe Nichols, even though he's not, they've had everything canceled, they've not had the thing canceled yet about the concert they've got in Carolina. I forgot the name of it. Uh, Not a concert, it's a festival, actually but he said that joe is still paying them and he's not going to show so i mean for him to be doing that it's got to be a financial struggle for him but i'm very proud of joe nichols for doing that for his band
0: sure and i'm sure there are others out there too precious somebody brought this up to me earlier today and sure enough it's probably going to come down to this and that would be lawyers But something tells me, like you were hinting at there, that even if states get green lights to open up in some ways, I got a feeling it only takes one bad egg here. In this case, if one person gets sick at any of these concerts, it gives just one trial lawyer a chance to take one of these famous stars or the record companies or the arenas to court. And that's going to really make it very difficult to have any kind of concert. So what Taylor Swift's doing here... May just be the first of uh, essentially everybody doing the same thing.
2: I know, and it's really hard because I know that it's a, it's oxygen, we're losing oxygen in the entertainment industry. That's the way I look at it. Oxygen fills our clubs, oxygen, which is our fans and the people that come here to listen to the music and the touring, and, and it's just a full circle that feeds one another. Well, the main oxygen. Is the live performance in the venues? Well, those are gone. Uh, even if it's outside, they're they're not recommending anything like that. Said uh, it's because it's still a very very new virus, and I think they're probably going to have a whole lot more that they know. Um, they do know that it lived on cardboard for uh, 24 hours in no. the lab, so that was things like that. So. Uh, But I think Taylor is going to be the one. But I know that everybody's trying to connect through social media and Facebook. And um, it's just really hard on some of the fans who that is their every. That's it. I know that CMA Fest, I don't even want to think about the real bottom line of how much money, Nashville laws and tourism and our city economy. And we're still I'm hoping they don't. And I got protesters, you know, open up the city. It's freedom. It's not about freedom. It's not like that where, but it's just like keeping us from going to the wolves. Because if people don't realize that this this virus can be on you for months and you not know it Mm -hmm. and have it and carry it, you know, and until you get tested that you don't have it, you can be tested one week and get it the next it's just until this decides to go away it, it's gonna stay just like the you know that 1918 of spanish blue right but well, it is on in our industry for sure
0: we hope that the actual what we knew as concerts returns very soon in the meantime live streaming continues Lindsay l hosts a virtual live concert april 26th at eight o'clock central nine o'clock eastern time and that benefits colorado's tennis center for children also third man records continues their series of third man public access from home with longer form performances from third man artists and friends the official youtube account for that is official tmr the recording academy's grammy musician is scheduling an ongoing series of museum at home shows with artists from all music genres featured details at grammymuseum.org And of course, the Grand Ole Opry continues. I saw that the other night, Ricky Skaggs was up there performing and they've had Vince Gill on there and more as it continues on WSM AM650, the Air Castle of the South. And then you can catch the Grand Ole Opry on Facebook and at YouTube, as well as SiriusXM on Saturday nights in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll continue to discuss country music and more with Precious Harris on the other side of this commercial break as we leave you We got a trivia question. He was born on this day, April 26, 1936, in Vernon, Texas, but found fame in Memphis, Tennessee. Although best known as a pop and rock and roll act, he had country chart success with You Got It, and covers of his song became country hits for Ritland, Ronstadt, Don McLean, and a whole bunch more. Can you name this Texas singer born on this day, April 26, 1936, We'll have the answer and more news from Precious and Nashville Music Line. And that's coming up.
3: Keeping your distance from others is important in slowing the spread of coronavirus. So here are some fun things to do alone. Read a book. Take a walk. Unpack your suitcase from that trip you took last September. Paint a self-portrait. Catch up on a TV series. Do a puzzle. Remember, we should all stay home to lower the risk for everyone. For more info... Visit coronavirus.gov.
4: Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
6: Every
5: time I look into your loving eyes. I feel love. Money just can't
0: gosh what an awesome song taking you back to 1989 when that artist right there had a big hit and sadly we'll tell you more about the timing of that song as the traveling Wilburys were a big act of the late 80s on the pop and rock and roll side this artist that you're hearing was born on this day april 26 1936 in the lone star state town of vernon But ultimately came to Memphis, Tennessee, and is best known as a pop and rock and roll artist. But he had country chart success with that song right there, You Got It. And covers of his songs became country hits for Linda Ronstadt, Don McLean, and a whole bunch more. Precious Harris, our Nashville music line lady, who is that Texas singer? Mr.
2: Roy Orbison.
0: Yes, Roy Orbison, who we lost in 1988 passed away december 6 1988 and only a month after he passed away this song you're hearing you got it co-written with jeff lynn and tom petty fellow members of the traveling Wilburys, became his first song to reach the top 10 in country music in almost 25 years roy orbison was inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame in 1987 that's good news he was inducted before he passed away suddenly i remember i think he had a heart attack out of nowhere there in 1988. He's also a member of the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame, the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and the Musicians Hall of Fame inducted there in 2014. And I know for a long time, Roy Orbison, you may not believe it, but he actually has had property that's continued on for many years. His wife, who's a good frowl, Barbara Orbison's been her name, his widow, she did own, do you know if the Orbison building's still right there off of Broadway near Music Row?
2: It is, and uh, it is still uh, – yes, it's still there, and it's actually right connected to the the, the used car lot there.
0: Oh. It's Beeman
2: r- is Beeman. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. right where, you know, world-famous 16th and 17th Avenue, where Music Row is. Ultimately, if you follow those, they dump out there on Broadway in Nashville, which becomes West End and the big tall building right there is the Orbison building and oftentimes through the years precious as you are well well aware there's been a lot of billboards of Roy Orbison up on that building oh
2: yes he he is one of our uh our prized possessions that actually thank god he decided to uh um to uh move to Nashville from Memphis mm-hmm. but he uh you know he he had a house he lived not a block from um Johnny uh, Johnny Cash up oh. in Hendersonville, and it was Johnny Cash and 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 um uh, and uh, Roy Johnny Cash and Conway Twitty. They lived very very close to each other.
0: I would love to have been there for a neighborhood block party for that time of. Uh, country music history in addition to roy orbison selling breading a birthday again we lost him back in 1988 other birthdays this week becca bramlett a birthday on april 19th she's the daughter of delaney and bonnie bramlett born in 1968 the late glenn campbell also shares a birthday with roy orbison glenn campbell rather i'm sorry glenn campbell born on tuesday on april 21st tuesday would have been his birthday he died in 2017 the Oak Ridge Boys, deep singing Richard Sturban, also from that Hendersonville area, precious. His birthday is going to be the 24th, born in 1943. Carly Pierce got a birthday also the same day as Richard or April 24th, and she was born in 1990. And also this weekend, oh Rory God. Feek of, uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, does that bother you? No, 1990. I'd been out of high school 10 years since she
2: was born. <laughs> Uh,
0: it happens precious it, it happens but those are some of your birthdays taking place in country music oh in country music history it was on this day in 1998 the acm Awards held on this day and the big winners of 1998 the top male vocalist king george Strait; top female vocalist mrs garth brooks trisha yearwood the top vocal group or duo brooks and dunn top new male vocalist kenny chesney and Tim McGraw and Faith Hill won Song of the Year and Video of the Year awards for their duet, It's Your Love, on this day, April 22nd, 1998, the CMA Awards. Okay, Precious, I've got a little bit of gossip, maybe to drag out of you. It could be completely bogus, but I got to ask you, you're our source. One of the first celebrities to pass away from the coronavirus was our own Joe Diffie, the pickup man, the guy that sang so many great country songs back in the 1990s, and he died of the coronavirus. I saw something posted, maybe you've seen the same thing, that announced that, and it was not, not from an official source. Have you heard this at all, that Joe Diffie was also suffering from stage four lung cancer and other health woes?
2: No, I wasn't, because he was on on stage with uh, Chestnut. I think it was Chestnut and maybe Buddy Jewel. They were on the road. No, Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence, Chestnut, and him were on a show March the 6th or 7th, right before he got sick. Okay. So he was still singing and performing, and it's pretty hard to do if you got lung cancer.
0: Well, again, that is completely something I stole off of social media, which we know that often those are just (laughs) completely rumors, but – just wanted to ask you because that's why we have you. You're our source. So you would say that's bogus. Okay. Precious. At girl. least
2: right now. I I have um I have a very close friend that's connected to Joe. This that, okay. that um that's actually how I met him. I was interviewing Joe and met a member of his band oh. and um and I ended up being the band the nanny for him for like three months while they were on the road till they uh, you know, when winter kicked in they got off the road. And that's when
0: I got my job interning. So ah, okay. Well, again, the purpose of the social media post was to uh, uh, accuse Joe Diffie, not necessarily accused, just to bring out the fact that he had the underlying conditions more than just the coronavirus, that he had these other health woes. And only the true close people to Joe would even know all this stuff. So it's really not fair for me to bring up but i thought it might be common knowledge i'm glad you have clarified that here on today's y'all show taking a look at the current billboard top five at number five brett young and catch ingrid andrus and more hearts than mine is at four this week checking in at number three morgan wallens chasing you blake shelton and his uh, steady gwen stefani at two with nobody but you and atop the chart is gabby barrett and i hope the Billboard Country Airplay Top 5 for the week. Meanwhile, female acts dominate the Billboard Hot Country Songs chart, if you want to go check that out. Maren Morris is at number one with Bones. Gabby Barrett's I Hope It Too on that chart. Blake Sheldon and female voice Gwen Stefani at three there. Morgan Wallen four with Chasing You and More Hearts Than Mine from Ingrid Andrus on that chart is at number five on that chart billboard chart there cj solar solar's third ep coming my way is set for a may 1st release spotify listeners can pre-save the new music and will have access to all six songs as soon as that ep is made available cj continues to promote the new single watered down whiskey and songs from his get away with it and hard one to turn down eps via live stream concerts from his home in nashville going on the schedule for that this week it's a tune in tonight at 8 eastern 7 central as that will be right there way back wednesday with cj solar on facebook instagram and then coming up on thursday you'll have one facebook live a takeover for dixie 105.7 and Nagshead, north carolina another watered down whiskey event there as part of the fun coming from cj solar cj by the way co-wrote all six cuts on coming my way Watered Down Whiskey follows his first top 10 hit, which was Coming My Way. And that also peaked at number 31 on the Billboard Indicator chart. More about CJ and links to his music, all platforms of his music available at cjsolar.com. And that is a quick look at what's going on in Music City with our sweetheart on Music Row, Precious Harris. Precious, thank you much. Oh,
2: you're very well. Of course, I've known CJ since he was 16. And, uh, to see him have this much success is very, I'm very excited for him. He, uh, he also co wrote uh, the number one song for Jordan Davis called Up Down. Ooh. okay. <laughs> was it? Well, Precious. Wait, don't I go forget. To, I go to so many parties. Is it Up Down for Jordan Davis? You're right. Not Morgan Wallen. Right.
0: Uh, that beats the heck out of me I, but <laughs> oh what, my what i don't want you to forget besides not knowing who's saying what but don't forget it's 8 eastern 7 o'clock tonight cj and a way back wednesday event on his facebook and instagram account and you can check out some good music including the single watered down whiskey
2: he is he's so wonderful he just a, he's sweet as he can be too and his girlfriend runs the aimp uh, associate independent music publishers so i get to see her and she's just like the super he, he was lucked out on that
0: one some guys get lucky yeah, some
2: guys get all the luck i oh, know that was rod stewart sorry
0: <laughs> uh that was also a song along that same line was a hit for little texas oh that's right <laughs> yeah i might have been their first song i think it was back in 1991 or so precious thank yep. you very much we appreciate everything that you do and we'll look forward to catching up with you again next week
2: sounds good and everybody have a safe safe week all right and don't forget your
0: face mask Bye. yeah face mask a uh, good idea that will conclude our show today hey coming up on the thursday y'all show it's gonna be fun we're gonna go on a spring swing tour of crystal river florida want you to come along for the ride until that time y'all have a good one
4: It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain straining and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not.
5: You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6 and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at Linzess.com or call one 800 N Z E S S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit Linzess.com. Sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org.
2: A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.